This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Uh, with me today is Brad Pieron from Damascus. In your life, identity was based on what you do or what you're good at or, yeah. you know, and uh, which we obviously know is mm-hmm. is um, kind of not the best grounds to build our identity. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. th- these things come and go. You know, mm-hmm. um, one might be the best lawyer or the best mechanic in the world, yeah. um, but they're not going to be a lawyer forever. And they're not going to be a mechanic forever. Mm-hmm. And so our identity, you know, and, and I think there is sort of this fundamental desire mm-hmm. for an identity, mm-hmm. but so often it is based on what we do. Yeah. Um, so, but you came, I think, through meeting SPO and everything like this to, um, and ultimately the Lord mm-hmm. through them, mm-hmm. to recognize an authentic identity. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it changes everything, right? And I think also if we if we take a step back just in being human, it's easy to put your identity in what you do because it's what you do every day. Mm-hmm. It's right in front of you. So like it's just so immediately apparent. So it, it's not a word of condemnation, right? It's just the natural thing to do if you're not tapping into that that deeper part, right? That we were talking about in the retreats. Mm-hmm. That man, there's something alongside this, maybe even transcending this that I'm not seeing. So yeah, I would say that it's always a mistake to decide what you're going to do before you decide who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's that's whether you're a middle schooler or an adult, right? It is always a mistake to decide what you're going to do before you decide who you're going to be. Because what should flow from who, not the other way around. And, and I think a lot of times um, what, what I'll hear is, yeah, but Brad, there, there are so many so many works that need done, right? And Brad, I even read in James that faith without works is dead. I would say, absolutely. But I would also say that works without faith are dead, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's this mutual understanding that, but but ultimately, faith is that foundation, right? That It's that foundation that I have a, a faith that like, regardless of my performance today, I have a providential God who offers me mercy, who offers me love, and who offers me connection through the person of Jesus. And that matters so much. It doesn't give me an excuse not to try. It gives me the ability to fail without destroying myself, right? And so I think that, yeah, I mean, look at the fall in the Garden of Eden when the serpent tells Eve, like, oh, surely you will not die, right, when Mm -hmm. she's thinking about eating the fruit. But God knows well that if you eat of the fruit, your eyes will be open and you'll be made like God. Well, what is the serpent doing? Because just two chapters before that, the Trinity is talking amongst himself and saying, let's make man in our likeness. So man and woman are already in the likeness of God, but the serpent is at the tree saying, you surely will not die, for God knows well that your eyes will be open and you'll be made like God. Mm-hmm. Well, in other words, try to earn something you were given freely. And man, we do that, yeah. right? Like, I'm already in the likeness of God. I don't have to earn the likeness of God right now. He gave that to me freely, and he bestowed a, that upon me in love. And so all I would say in this is it's it's a matter of what flows from what. We, we can't have, like authentic faith without works. We can't have authentic works without faith. But the only thing I would say is that the foundation, the who, a beloved son, a beloved daughter, one who cannot find themselves outside of the grace of God unless they reject it. And you know, the, the, you know, the soul of the apostolate, that wonderful book, you know, it talks about 
um, indeed, there is a lot of work for us to do, and each of us have yes. a work that we have yes. to do. But the, that work is not going to be fruitful mm-hmm. unless we have a prayer life, unless we have a relationship yeah. with the Lord. And in the s- same way as, mm-hmm. yes, being a mechanic, being a lawyer, mm-hmm. doing this work mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. great, mm-hmm. but you can only do it mm-hmm. by that basic identity of... you in your relationship with yeah. the Lord as a son or daughter of the Father, you know, as a disciple of Christ, as a temple of the Holy Spirit, these, yeah. you know, these things, these fundamental things. And, you know, and, and that gets, I think, to part of your conversion story, too, that, you know, in that experience in that retreat up in Minnesota, you know, before the Lord, yeah. and he said, you know, you are supposed to be here. Here, here, this... And that is in his presence. Mm-hmm. And right. that, you know... When when we live in the presence of the Lord and mm-hmm. and are kind of consumed by recognizing His right. presence, and if we realize that that's our primary task and it really is our identity mm-hmm. to live in the presence of the Lord, mm-hmm. then it enables us to do everything else. That's right. That's right. Well, the presence of God is heaven. This is something I get onto a lot with our middle schoolers and high schoolers is that we've made heaven boring. Mm-hmm. We have. We don't present it. We don't present it. Well, you can never present it adequately, but we don't even present it adventurously. Like heaven is the perfect essence and presence of God. And do I know what that looks like? No, but I know that it's amazing because I can see what happens when I'm in his presence now. Mm -hmm. And if it's happening when I'm in his presence now, what will it look like when I'm perfectly in his presence? And so I think you're making a great point there that, that really our walk of faith is supposed to be an invitation to experiencing heaven now, right? It's it's here now, but not yet, of course, right? Because they're still suffering. We're still in a fallen world. But the Lord is saying, like, I want to allow my presence to be with you. That's the incarnation, right? That's the incarnation. That's the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. That's the understanding of our faith, is that the presence of God wants to accompany us. And, and as Paul says in Galatians 2.20, right? I've been crucified with Christ. If I allow myself to do away with all of these, I don't know, fleshful temptations and things... I've been crucified with him and it's no longer I who live, but he who lives in me, which means I'm living from that presence. And this is an important distinction, right? I don't live my life for that presence. I live my life from that presence. And that seems like semantics, but it's not because when I live for that presence, it's all trying to earn it, perform, 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 and I can never perform Mm -hmm. well enough. That's the do, right? Like that's the, the, the what, but the who, right? Is that like, no, actually... Actually, I'm living from that presence because the Lord brought me to himself, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not rejecting that. I'm seeking his mercy. I'm going to confession. I'm doing my best to be faithful in my everyday, and I'm going to live from that presence, which just fundamentally changes the way I see the world. It allows me to be yeah. free and to operate in a freedom. Yeah, I think from my own experience on that is, the, you know, um, I have come to recognize mm-hmm. that I am in this room with God. He's always the Lord has always been in this room. Yes, that's right. But I I and I have to recognize he's always in this room. Mm-hmm. But I have to I have to recognize it in a really important way which I think is the move to discipleship. Yeah. And that is that it's actually not my room. It's his room. I I am just occupying. I used to think it was my room, and he occupies it. That's so it. good. But no, and yeah. and that is, mm-hmm. I think, the key. I mean, it is sort of the fundamental truth that I grasped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because we, fir- we first have to see that he's 
he's encountering us from the outside in and then from there, from the inside out. I love mm-hmm. um, Benedict the Sixteenth. He talks about how um, <laughs> God is not some big being off in the heavens, but rather the heavens are contained within God. Mm-hmm. So that that's enough to have a whole episode on. Yeah. But, but if the heavens are contained within God and God's in this room right now, where is his presence? It's all around. It's in and through and, and here. And so when I step into it, like I love that prayer, come Holy Spirit, because, and I pray it so many times a day, because it's not like, hey, come fly in from wherever you're at. Yeah. It's an invocation to within. It's to say, Holy Spirit, arise again in me, because me recognizing that God's presence is in this room helps me recognize that it's been in here the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then I allow it to come into contact, right? The presence in here to come into contact with the presence out here. And then I'm living that alter Christus life, mm-hmm. the to be another Christ. Well, you're the you're the priest, right? Like when you dump <laughs> dump the um, I I I almost tear up when I hear this in the mass anymore because it's been so powerful for me in this season of my life. When you when you mix the water with the wine, by the mingling by the mixing of this water and wine, may we come to share in Christ's divinity, who humbled Himself to share in our humanity. Mm-hmm. That's living from the presence, mm-hmm. right? That's living from oh my goodness, God became man so that man might become God. That sounds so blasphemous, but in the goodness of God, he wants me to partake in that eternal yeah. dance, that perichoresis, yeah. that Trinitarian love. Anyway. The, um, you know, to kind of um, build on to this, maybe to, to move mm-hmm. um, in, a, in a new direction. Um, well, it's not a new direction. It's, it's somewhat connected. But first of all, um, if you're tuning in, this is Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Brad Pieron from Damascus. Brad, I um, there was there's an earlier point I wanted to hit on, but I'm going to talk to you about that okay. a little bit later. Great. But um, the what I really because I think it, it it's connected to this is the Eucharist. You know, one mm-hmm. of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there like there are two two sort of observations mm-hmm. that have struck me in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. First is you know there's a lot of anxiety about belief in the real presence you know and the numbers and the percentage and the fact that you know like in the diocese of Columbus mm-hmm. where mass attendance is 25 percent down than what it was before COVID mm-hmm. um, and you know there's there's a real anxiety about it and mm-hmm. you know the response is well, we need to catechize more about the Eucharist and the real presence and you know we need to explain it more. We need events, you know, and the the bishops' comp, the USCCB is putting together, you know, this whole you know Eucharistic renewal mm-hmm. campaign mm-hmm. with the National Eucharistic Congress in three mm-hmm. years, and mm-hmm. local events, parish events, diocesan events, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and and while that is true, you know, we have to explain the real presence. Of course, I, um, I guess I never really had any issue. With the real presence, because it's pretty. Jesus is pretty clear about it in the Gospels. Yeah, John know? six, it's... and 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 you know the early apostolic fathers, they're all, all very it. clear all about all of it. Like to me, it's you know. So what has really struck me in the last couple of weeks is, I don't think the problem is just that people don't believe that the bread and wine are changed yeah, into the very yeah. body and blood and soul of divinity, divinity of Jesus Christ. I actually think the problem is, is that. People don't believe in Jesus Christ. Like, you've been listening to conversations on discipleship, and I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me has been Brad Pieron. Mm-hmm. He is the um, director of missionary yeah, yeah, that's program. Right. Missionary for... program director, yeah. Okay. That's right. 
Very good. At Damascus. I always mess up on titles. <laughs> they're they're long titles, too. <laughs> um, until next time, peace and all good.